What makes an inspired woman? We are brilliant, funny, compassionate, generous, fearless, supportive, bold, outstanding leaders, and super influential. That's what makes us inspired women. Come join us. Welcome to Inspired Women Amazing Lives Podcast, where we seek to help women understand that it's not where they came from that matters the most, but it is the journey and the destination that determines their future. And with us today, I have a very inspiring young lady, Christine Osario, and she is so amazing. She's a motivational speaker, an author, and a body positive advocate. Christine is a working mom of three and a Bronx native. Christine is best known as the founder and CEO of My Curves, a self-love and body positive community for young girls and women. Christine has helped women connect with their soul, creating healthy habits through exercise, empowering their mind, and falling in love with themselves and their lives. I love that. She recently released her first children's book, Rosalia, the Honduran American. I love it. She thrives in sharing inspirational messages through her high energy. Christine loves to read, dance, write, and loves to have fun with her family and friends. She currently resides in Allentown, Pennsylvania with her husband and children. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much for having me here today, Kimberly. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So, um, Christine, if you will, share your story with us. Tell us what brought you to this place as this body positive expert. Yeah, no problem. So... Um, I am a mom of three, like I, like you read before, I'm a mom of three. I'm actually, I've been a mom since I was 19 years old, so a teenage mom. Um, so, um, you know, pregnancy is different for every mom. And I didn't know much about, you know, about self-love and I didn't know much about body positivity um, growing up. And as a new mother, especially I was a mother of two daughters, um, Oh, two daughters and my son. But, you know, I've realized after watching my daughters grow up that I've never really, nobody has really spoken to me about body positivity. Nobody has really spoken to me about self-love. And, you know, there was a moment in my time, there was a really dark moment in my time where I just was at war with myself in the mirror. I was at war with my body. I was at war with who I am as a woman, as a mother. And... A couple of years ago, I am a runner. I'm a marathoner. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hopefully, you know, I'll be able to run my fifth marathon. But five years ago, when I became pregnant with my son, with my third child, I was scared to get pregnant again. And one of the reasons why that I was so scared of being pregnant, honestly, was because I had lost a, a substantial amount of weight. And I was scared of gaining it back. And I was scared of how will my body look? after giving birth again, you know, and I'm, a, I'm a mother and my, I don't get, I don't go back to pre-baby weight right away. I just don't, that's not how my body is. Mm -hmm. And, 
um, you know, I struggle so much with losing weight. I struggle so much at even having this good relationship with my body. And one day during one of my runs and my third pregnancy with my son five years ago, I just got this message of like, look how strong your body is and look how strong your, you know, how powerful it is running while you're being pregnant. And maybe it's time for you to learn how to love your body. And that's how kind of CEO of my curves came about. And that's how kind of how um, this whole thing at the age of 28, 27, 28, where I just got this moving movement of wanting to learn how to love myself and teaching women how to do it too. Because looking around, I realized so, so many women that I was surrounded with, how we're so quick to criticize our body. We're so quick to um, say something negative about ourselves and, it's so hard for us to say something positive. And I was looking at my surroundings and I realized that it's consistent and it's, you hear it all the time. You hear it on social media, you see it in the news, on the news, on magazines. It's like how to, you know, how to lose weight or, you know, how to have the perfect body. And it's like, my goodness, like, why are we feeding ourselves all this, you know, how it should be? Why can't we put messages of, you know, let's learn how to love our body. Let's learn how to love that mom body while pregnant, before pregnancy, after pregnancy, during your workout. So my journey started to, to conclude everything, honestly, but like my journey started after my, after my third pregnancy, but it kind of gave me that, that light bulb while, when I was, um, when I had my two daughters. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I love, there's so much you said in there that I absolutely love because that, that is so true. I, I mean, and just being a woman of color, I know, you know, our bodies don't really just bounce back that way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, women of color just tend to have an extra little bit of, of cushion there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but we do. And so yeah. because of that, um, you know, we just, it, it does, you know, the weight just doesn't really fall back off. And, mm -hmm. and so I get it, you know, um, uh, Christine, I'm, I'm much older than you are, but I um, really just, I, I still struggle with, there, there are times when I say, oh, I need to lose this extra 10 pounds. And, and, you know, I squabble over 10 pounds and I'll say that. And then, you know, I obsess about it a little bit. And then I have to tell myself, stop obsessing. Forget about those 10 pounds. You know, you look great. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, I've worked with women with from so many different ages. I work from actually, well, I, like, I'm going to start with it. So I've worked with women. Well, I'm going to start with my daughters because they're kind of like, they're my daughters. And if I want to make a change in how I want women to be in the future, I have to start with my, with who I have at home, obviously starting with myself, but I also have to start at home. Right. right? And I, one day I was sitting back and I'm sitting with my husband and I'm talking to my husband and I'm like, I, I, just like you, right. Cause I think we all go through it. I yeah. started criticizing 
um, my stretch marks, my cellulite, this extra cushion, the baby pouch. Like, I still got a baby pouch. You understand? Like, it's still there. <laughs> and I'm a runner. I'm a thick woman. You know, I have curves. Yeah. I have, you know, I have some extra skin. And my husband is, I have to say, like, my husband was always very encouraging. Like, he's always like, oh, babe, you look beautiful. You look beautiful. Yes. Right. And, and, and yes, that's amazing because obviously we want a spouse. We want someone who's going to pour that love. Right. But something that I realized that I was kind of expecting my husband to give me that love and I wasn't giving it to myself. And what I mean by that is that I was always hoping that he would continue to encourage me and continue to pour that love. So I could identify myself as beautiful. But at the end of the day, as much as my husband's words matter, um, I can't really rely on his words. I had to rely on my own. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So I had to really rely on my own words and I had to really rely on my own self-love to not depend on somebody else to validate my beauty, to not, not have someone else to validate, to go, oh, you are beautiful. You know, like I shouldn't have to depend. I mean... There's nothing wrong of having my husband tell me that I'm beautiful or I'm amazing or I'm phenomenal. You know, we want that, you know, especially in a couple and and even within your surroundings. But I had to learn something and I learned it hard that I couldn't just depend on somebody else's validation to determine my beauty and who I am. And I had to learn how to make that shift and teach my daughters to do the same. Yes, that is so, that is a good point, Christine. That mm-hmm. is so important because you're right. Self-love, of course, is not about whether someone else sees you as beautiful, someone else validates you. It's about you validating you. And you yeah. know, we are by ourselves. Our brain can tell us some really tricky things. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> so you're right. It's not about that. And yeah, I get that because even though I will have people around me, like I'm in my 50s. Yeah. I have people around me that say, oh my gosh, you, you know, your body looks amazing for 50 because, you know, you know, they think yeah. women in their 50s start to let their bodies go or something. Yeah. Why they think that. But I have other people around me that'll tell me that. But it doesn't matter what they tell me. I still feel like, oh, sometimes I still spaz out about that extra 10 pounds, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And something that you said, yeah. And I just want to go back to something that you said earlier for some reason, it just came back up. Um, we're women of color, right? I'm Honduran American. So, my, I'm Hispanic. And um, I grew up, and I'm pretty sure you can relate. Um, because I grew up in the Bronx, so <laughs> it's, it's so, you know, life, life could be a little bit different there sometimes because you just grow and you see so much, right? You see so much of your surroundings. But like you, I grew up in a home where we consistently, as women, criticize each other because of how we look, yeah. right? And it's like, oh, you're too fat. Oh, you're too skinny. Oh, you shouldn't eat that because that's going to make you gain weight. Oh, that's going to give you cholesterol. Oh, now you have cellulite. Like, we're so quick as women. And even within our own home, and that could be your mom, and that could be your sister, right? And, and growing up in my home, I can't, I have to say, like, I can't remember my mom saying it, 
But then again, my mom never taught me about self-love and body positivity. Like I'm teaching my mom now. My mom is 60, you know, <laughs> like my mom is like, I'm, I'm inspired by you. But one thing is that even within my own family and, you know, I did see women, um, like we're quick to criticize one another because we just want to make sure that we're perfect. And I get it. Sometimes it's tough love because I grew up in tough love world. Yes. Um, but sometimes that does affect us because then we bring it on into our own children and into our own, onto our own adulthood. So as a woman, as a Latina woman, I do understand that when you tell, when you said earlier, you know, like we have a, you know, we have cushion or, you know, we're more curvy, you know, we're more curvy. We got the thick thighs, you know, <laughs> like thick thighs save lives. Like, hello, <laughs> like my phone doesn't fall off my thighs, but you know, <laughs> I just had to say that, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, you know, and it's like, and sometimes we have that family member who is, who is like, so curvy and beautiful and they have this amazing heart and you just want to hug them like a bear because they're so warm right but it's like it's like we have to love each and every woman's body right and yeah of course we're gonna find another woman who may be more confident than us but definitely respect that other woman for who she is and her body because at the end of the day she has the same thing as we do she goes through the same thing as, you know, the same thing as we do. And we're no different. You know, we're just powerful women with, you know, some of us are curvy, some of us are skinny, some of us are thicker, some of, you know, but we're just all beautiful women. <laughs> yes. Yes. I totally, I totally agree. It's about the heart of, it's about the heart and the soul of the woman. Yeah. You know? And so mm-hmm. that's what's, that's, what's really important. Now, Christina, I was going to ask you what you're most passionate about, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we can continue. Trust me. I tell you. <laughs> you already told me. You are really, really passionate about that. And I really love that. Now, yeah. you have clients. You do work with clients. How do you work with your clients? Yeah. So I have, and I'm thinking about bringing back up my four-week, my four-week um, self-love program that I started. But, um, and within my four week self-love program that I had started, I teach women on really dissecting as to where this whole hatred and dislike about themselves started mm-hmm. and teaching them ways on how they can become more positive within themselves. Cause everything is all a mindset, yeah. but truth of the matter is, is that the reason why there's a lot of mentors and there's a lot of coaches, coaches who actually care. It's like, because we want, we want to uh, show people what is possible, you know, within themselves. You know what I mean? The reason why I do what I do, whether it's a one-on-one program or a workshop is because I just have this view of seeing women walking confident in their skin and walking confident, nice and proud. And, being this light in the world and, and showing people and showing others that we can love ourselves just the way we are. Right. So, um, like for instance, my one-on-one program that I did have, that I had before, more than likely I'll probably bring it up again. Um, but right now I'm working on some other things for CEO on my curves. Um, 
we meet, I meet with the person one-on-one on a weekly basis and we talk and we, you know, we give, um, I basically guide them on how they can, you know, start seeing a different side of them that they didn't think that they had before, how start building their confidence. Right. Yes. So that's one way um, I've done it. And it's been amazing because I have seen so many, I have seen a couple of women, a couple of my ladies like take action. Um, and, and it could be something like a small action in the sense of maybe running. I have a lot of people who are runners. So um, maybe running in a sports bra, something that they never did before. You understand what I mean? And being yes. confident. Yeah. You know, being confident and taking off that shirt and just running in a sports bra. Like one of my girls, she was like 50. One of my ladies, actually, she was like 50 and she ran her first marathon. She took that action step and she ran her first marathon. And, you know, it's building that confidence within that women. Um, within my workshops, now that's my one-on-one program that we meet once a, um, once a week. Now, when I have done my workshops, my workshops is uh, it's just as intense as my programs. Um, my workshops, because I'm there, I, it's, a lot of it is dissecting, but a lot of it is also having women walk out that door and being completely different who they were before. And what I mean is like breaking them down in the sense of, okay, who do you see in the mirror, you know, and them letting me know what it is that they see. How can we build that positive mindset? What are different ways in my, um, that you can build a positive mindset with yourself? And because this is like a one day program that a one day workshop with a couple of hours, I basically, you know, have them like, do something uncomfortable within the women in the group that they probably think that we've never done before. And you'd be surprised like how women like immediately how they all just break, like and break in the sense of they have this amazing breakthrough and, Mm -hmm. and they realize that we're all going through the same thing. We all go through low self-esteem. We all, you know, someone out there knows somebody who has eating disorders, Mm -hmm. you know, um, some of us are going through depression, especially within ourselves. Moms who just gave birth are not feeling like themselves again. You know, um, one of my ladies, I have to say, and I kind of, you know, I kind of want to share this. Like one day after my workshop, um, one time after my workshop, a couple of months later, she texts me and she says to me, she's another one who's like over 50, amazing woman. Um, and she had a lot of, lot of like low self-esteem. And she said to me, um, Christine, I went to a nude beach, right? And, and yeah, I know, I know. And I was like, okay, at first I was like, where is this going? But let me read it. And she says, but I have to say, I was not embarrassed to show my body. Now, this is a big step for this lady. And that's a big step for a lot of people. Yeah. And, and, and we might be thinking, oh my goodness, a nude beach. Like who wants to be naked in front of other people? But you'll be surprised who is naked just to be home alone by themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, right. <laughs> like yeah. you know, pe- people are ashamed to take off their clothing and just be naked at home. And it's yeah. like, yeah. and you know, so it's like, we need to be comfortable in our skin, not just, not just in the nude beach, but really anywhere. So, and I was kind of pretty proud of this woman because she had a lot of baggage within her. Mm-hmm. But just to have her take that step, it's like, my goodness, look what you have done. Now, that's a big step for her. But for other people, it's starting small. And it's, 
maybe just writing a positive message about themselves in the mirror, you know? So, um, yeah, so those are like different things that, you know, that I've done in my workshops and in my programs. Um, now, I, I really love that. Now, I tell yeah. you, I related when you said about just being nude at home. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was something I was not used to. I live alone now. So now it's in the last couple years, actually, is, is where I have been okay mm-hmm. just being nude at home. By myself, of course, and yeah. um, you know, I walk from my bedroom to the kitchen with no clothes on. I mean, I that was an uncomfortable thing for me, so I've gotten past that. Now, yeah. when you talk about her being at the nude beach, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go that far, but yeah. um, I'm not ready for that yet. But yeah, one of the things that I'm gonna challenge myself hopefully, the beaches will open back up this summer, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to I hope so. And I'm going to buy a two-piece. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes, please. <laughs> I've never worn a two-piece before. I've always been, like, afraid to wear a two-piece. So I'm going to buy a two-piece and wear it this summer. And, yes. And so... Yes. So I actually... Let me share a quick story, then, about... <laughs> um, I want to share a quick story and because I'm sure there's a lot of other women who are just like you have not worn a two-piece before, right? <laughs> and, and, and listen, I get it. Um, the first time I ever wore a two-piece, I was actually 27 years old. And I was already married. I already had my two kids. But there was something about the two-piece bathing suit that I was afraid of. And I'm not sure if I was afraid of, like, people looking at my stomach, at my stretch marks, at, you know, at the way that my breasts are not the perkiest because, you know, I'm a mom of two, right? So they're not the prettiest, you know, but they're there, (laughs) right? So, you know, I... um. I remember that day that I decided to wear the two-piece and man, I was like, I was so used to, I'm so used to wearing a one-piece or just hiding my body. Right. I was so scared. And mind you, I was with my husband and my kids and I was still scared, you know, <laughs> but it, it, it was also, uh, I don't even know what's the word, right word for it, but it was also this freeing moment. Yes. Right? I bet. Yeah. And even like getting in the water and yes, there were people around cause we were in the beach. We were actually in San Diego when that happened. I was like, I'm going to take the plunge and I'm just going to wear two piece. Um, and yeah, I was like, so scared. I'm going to San Diego. You know, I mean, I could do this at home, but anyways, um, it was just a freeing moment and let the water just splash in my body and, you know, feeling it in my stomach and in my, you know, and everywhere else that a place that usually I'll just have it covered, yeah. but it felt so freeing because, one, nobody was really looking at me, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it was just me, right, and my kids. But secondly, it was just like, wow, like, it's not as bad as I thought, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we wear lingerie all the time, the broad yes. pants, right? But right. for some reason, coming out the doors in a two-piece bathing suit is just so hard for so many of us. Yes. So when I decided to do that, ever since then, I made that promise to myself that I will wear two-piece every summer regardless of how my body looks because at the end of the day it's like 
it's me coming more out of my comfort zone, me stepping in into my own power as a confident woman and loving my body of how she looks and who she is. So that's the way I see it. So definitely go for it. Yes. You, you, you hit it right there. It's just, it's, it's about you. It's about you being positive about you and loving your body. And it's funny that you say, um, you know, no one's, no one's really looking at you. That's funny because you're right. No one really cares that you have a two-piece dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. think that. We yeah. do. We think that. Yeah, we do. We... Yeah. So, um, Christine, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. And when we return, we will talk more about this whole body positive movement and, mm-hmm. and this body shaming. Mm-hmm. So, we'll yeah, I can't wait. All right. Are you a podcaster with lots of episodes and content, but have not been putting it to good use? Don't you know that repurposing your content gives you more visibility? And no, it doesn't have to be time consuming. I've got you. Hey, Kimberly Wiggins here with Inspired Women Amazing Lives. Listen, you have what it takes to do this, but it is just time to let more people hear your message. Repurposing your content can surely get you there. Using my repurposing system for your podcast episodes helps you to show up everywhere and be heard in a much greater way so that your message can add value to the lives of others. Isn't that what you really want? Check out From Podcasting to Profit right now at InspiredWomenAmazingLives.com. Let's shift things for your life and business so you can repurpose your amazing content that impacts your audience. Use the code PROFIT for $200 off from Podcasting to Profit. Welcome back. I have Christine with me, and she is talking all about body positivity. Christine, would you share with us, shed some light on this body positivity movement? And the and I've heard a, some talk about the body shaming that yeah. goes on. Tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so CEO of my curves, I started that um, five years ago when I was pregnant with my son. Like I mentioned before, it was actually when I was running. I was six, six, seven months pregnant. I was still running. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how that started. Uh, that's how I started this movement. And basically, this community that I built, um, and I'm still building, I'm still growing it, is just showing women to... Um, shed a light real honestly and like show women to like love themselves more love their body more mm-hmm. and to become more confident in their skin to become more confident in who they are um you know and having this um you know this phrase in the sense of like we are not just our body we are so much more than that oh, and yeah and we shouldn't you know we shouldn't justify our beauty and how what size we are um, or, you know, what shape we are, you know, or how our hair is or how our eyes, like eyes are. So the whole purpose of CEO of my curves is really to encourage women, um, to love themselves and their body, as well as encouraging women on health and wellness, because that's how CEO of my curves did start with running. And what I mean by that is that 
you can work out and you can want to change for yourself, but you don't have to always, it doesn't always have to be, I need to lose five pounds so I can look great. It's more of, hey, let's love our body now while we're working out and let's continue to love her while we're in this process. Like, don't just love your body when you just reach a result. Love your body now while you're also reaching that result and putting goals within yourself, right? Right. Um, because I feel sometimes, it's, I've been in health and wellness for a very long time. I love it. Um, I'm a big fan when it comes to running. You know, I've done CrossFit. I do yoga. I do it all. Like, I just love it. It's just, it keeps me going. Mm-hmm. And honestly, without movement, right, without movement, our bodies can function. Like, we need to move. Like, and, you know, so when I began CEO my curves, and again, it started while I was running six months pregnant, you know, I also got like this continuous message is like, we shouldn't just love ourselves when we reach that size five or that size four. We need to learn how to love ourselves at size 10, love our body when she's 180 pounds, when yeah. she's 160 pounds, you know, and continue to grow that love within us so that we can form this amazing relationships with our body. Cause right. at the end of the day, our body is one that we live with on a day-to-day basis. Right. So, you know, without pouring love on ourselves, we can't, you know, we're going to, if we do not pour in our love on ourselves, we're going to end up finding something wrong with our body, which is going into the whole body shaming. Um, body shaming for many people um, and for many women, and it's men, men as well, because men have to go through their own body shaming, but I'm going to talk for women because I'm a woman. So, you know, I... I didn't know much about body shaming, but I was listening to what people were saying of how a body should be like since the starting age of like teenage, 10 years old. And for many girls, it starts, body shaming begins when you're growing, when you're, when, you know, young girls are growing breasts, when young girls are having their menstrual, like, you know, it begins there because girls are realizing like, wait, my body is different. My body is growing differently than this other girl. Like, how come she looks tall, thin, and I am curvy and thick? Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, but I think as young girls, we don't realize that it starts then, right? Mm-hmm. And then we consistently hear it going to middle school, going to high school. And forget it, when you're in high school, you're trying to, you know, you want to be the most beautiful girl there. You know, you want people to love you, right? And then if you're in college and you're meeting so many beautiful people and even out in the work world, yeah. Um, you know, we, we start looking at other women and how they look, how they dress, how their body shape is. Then the summertime comes, who's wearing the best bathing suit, who has the best breasts, who has the best curves. Um, her stomach is flat, but her stomach is out. Like, you know, so body shaming comes in so many different ways and forms and it cannot it could not just be verbally but it could also be mentally and mentally in the sense of body shaming yourself every single day in the mirror um because we're as women we are number one critic like if you like, (laughs) like you know like we we criticize ourselves on a constant basis Mm -hmm. like you like I'm pretty sure every woman has gone through it. You look at yourself in the mirror while you have your laundry on and you're like, oh my goodness, I have this stretch mark. Oh my goodness, this I you know, this this chicho, this 
stomach rolls. Chicho, I'm sorry if I'm saying in Spanish. But the stomach roll, yeah. I, um, the stomach roll is hanging out. Why does my stomach look this way? Why are my legs like this? Why is my arm so flabby? Like, you want to talk about criticism? We're number one. We criticize ourselves so much. And that's where whole the body shaming comes in, is ourselves, right? And then we take it on to our sisters our cousins our children then our children are growing up learning that because they hear us say it you know our cousins our family members are hearing us speak to ourselves in such a negative way that they're learning it so i truly believe that body shaming comes from so comes from our ancestors in a way right especially um now that how our society is that we're so we're into social media but you know the mirror and everything that we look at ourselves and we're consistently trying to criticize ourselves. I think if we didn't have a mirror that, you know, we'll just go with the flow and just realize how beautiful we are. Right. I'm just saying, but you know, we look at ourselves and we find something that's wrong with us and we feed on that on a consistent level. And then we feed it to everybody else around us. So, Mm -hmm. you know, body shaming, it it, it starts, you know, it really begins with us. And then we kind of like, it kind of like um, triples down to like everybody else around us. Um, so, you know, it's really big and not just body shaming, but also um, the way we eat, the way we treat ourselves, you know? So that is just, you know, body shaming is really big and it's something that we need to fix as a society. It's something, you know, maybe not fix, but learn how to work through it. Learn how to learn how to, um, stop looking at such the negative of how our body should be and look at, okay, what is amazing about my body today? You know, what did she do today for me? She woke up today, you know? Um, you know, my body feels great today. I drank this coffee and my body, you know, she feels energized, you know? I worked out, you know, and she can walk a mile. Like, we need to yeah. learn how to program that mindset and stop being so negative about ourselves and thinking about what the positive and beautiful things our body are. Yeah, I love that. Now, a couple things that you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I think social media, oh my gosh, yeah, contributes to it so much because we're looking at, you know, one, I saw a post the other day where someone says, stop comparing yourself to the one um, five minute highlight mm-hmm. of somebody else's life. Because that's all they're posting. You know, they may have had a terrible week and their body may have looked a wreck all week long. And then they got this one instance, this one five minutes where their body looks super great. So they took a picture of that and posted it. And that's what everybody else is comparing themselves to. Yeah. Social media, I feel like um, a lot of people like yes social media is what we put out there where we want people to see but then we don't want to look at the background of it right no and yeah and i think that when it comes to social media we can't we can't consistently idolize these other people you understand because they are just like us like whoever tells you that they are that they don't go through things or they don't go through body shaming or they don't you know I, i have to say like we all have our negatives and our positive. We all have our pros and our cons. Like there's days that I could be very positive with myself. And there's days that I could be very negative with myself. Like it, it's, it's a roller coaster every single day. Right. But 
social media has a way of just showing just only the good and not talking about what goes on like in the back, you know, at home, you know? And I feel as women, as humans, right, we cannot always just rely on social media. I think that we need to more sometimes step back every once in a while or just follow people who are amazing, who like show the, the pro, you know, the negatives and the positives in life. And um, that way you have an understanding that everyone goes through their thing around the same time, you know? That we're not all perfect because I'll tell you for a fact like I'm not perfect all the time I'm still learning how to work through a lot of things right you know? yes and um you know and social media also has a way of just sometimes idolizing what is supposed to be what is perfect and you know we're not always perfect like I know I'm not you know um so yeah, I have to say like, but and I, I always tell people that I work with or any women, anyone out there, like make sure in your feed, whether you're on social media and also in real life, be around people who are positive, who will teach you, who will show you like, Hey, you guys, you know what? I did mess up, you know? And, you know, and I learned how to go through this, you know, or, you know, today I, you know, I did feel a little insecure about myself, but guess what? These are the ways that I felt secure afterwards. But, you know, we need to, we need to be mindful of the people that we follow because that plays a big role into your life, you know? Um, But yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And, and, you know, um, I love the I love the way you talk about talking to yourself more positively. Mm-hmm. You should really you should really do something specifically with that. So women yeah. so women can you can give them the words to say, you know. Yeah. I, I love I loved it when you were talking about thank you body for getting me up on my legs this morning and being able to walk and you know yeah. I just love all of that. So Yeah. I think that's really important. Um like there's like, so I'm going to give you an example of something that I do and I consistently do it every now and then. Um, and for anyone who wants to take it, go ahead, take it, copy. It doesn't matter. Um, I sometimes stand in front of the mirror and I tell myself, you are a beautiful goddess and like, you're so beautiful, like rocket sis. And I do my own catwalk in front of the mirror. And because I love to, yeah, like, <laughs> like I'll be honest. And sometimes I'm naked. Sometimes I'm in lingerie or my baby suit or whatever. It doesn't matter. Or sometimes it's right after my workout. But I find ways to encourage my own self. And it goes back to what I was telling you from the beginning, because I cannot always rely on someone else to, to encourage me. I cannot always have someone to applaud me. Like I have to consistently do that for myself so that I can feel good. Now that is one way that I feel good about myself. Um, you know, but I, you know, things like talking to myself in the mirror and it may feel weird in the beginning because you're like, wait, like I look and sound crazy, but that is important. It's important for you to learn how to, first of all, view yourself and see your beauty, but more is like talk to yourself in a, in a, in a powerful, phenomenal, you know, encouraging way, because at the end of the day, if we do not give ourselves that love, we cannot expect nobody else to give it. Like, it's just, it's honest. You know what I mean? We, 
the love that we te- that we need to seek is really the love within ourselves you right. know you know and yes you know we have kids and we have a husband some of us some of us have amazing family members that tell us i love i love you but you need to learn and this goes for anyone out there to love who you are as the woman as you know your skin color your body type like love everything about yourself because your your love is so much more important than everybody else's absolutely well said i love yeah. it now christine you have a webinar that is coming up and you also host your own podcast tell us yes. about that yeah so for anyone that's listening, definitely follow me through my social media because the next couple of days I will be announcing a webinar that I'm going to do. And it's really just um, during these times, I think it's really awesome for any women to like connect with one another. Um, so I don't want to give out the full details, but definitely I want to do a webinar in terms of self-love and body positivity, but more is just having women come together, especially during these times. I think it's great for us to like come in and like talk about maybe something that we love about ourselves or something that we may want to work on or whatever that is. Um, but it's really a body, it's going to be a body positivity webinar <laughs> in a way. Um, my podcast, my podcast, you can find it at the Christy Osoria show. I'm in iTunes. Um, I'm in anchor. I know I'm in a couple of other places, Spotify, if I'm not mistaken. Um, um, so my podcast, it's really like motivational speaking. I have shared, I even like, I have shared about my racing. I have shared about nice. growing up in poverty, growing up in the hood and, you know, and being this woman, uh, Latina woman who just, who's deciding to go for it. You know, um, I'm still learning day by day, but the whole purpose of everything that I do is really to encourage another person to yes. go out there and reach their dreams um, and to be able to, um, you know, break that status in the sense of what we should be and do what it is that you want to be in this life because we really, you know, we all have a gift and we all should be able to share it. Yes. So, and there's nothing wrong in sharing what you're passionate for and doing what you love. Absolutely. I love yeah. it. Yeah, audience. So please make sure that you are tuning in, following her on her channels. Um, I will post her website. Yeah. Um, and all of her social media links, and you can follow her to find out when that webinar is. And definitely check out Christy's uh, podcast. You, yeah, um, yeah. She is, as you can see, she's a ball of fun and a ball of fire. <laughs> I can imagine how much fun the podcast is. Yeah. Do you have a book? I do. I do. Um, it's been, I just launched it in January. My book is called Rosalia the Honduran American. And it's pretty much my story. Um, it's, I am Honduran American. So it's basically a story about a young girl who, goes to school in a very diverse community and she was assigned a cultural project and to under and to find out that not a lot of people have heard of the of the country Honduras and the reason why I wrote this book is to talk about you know the Honduran culture but also teaching children and adults to embrace their culture to embrace who you are so what I mean by that is if you live in a community where never nobody has heard of, let's just say Nigeria, or nobody has heard of Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico, like never be ashamed of who you are. If you're Irish, if you're Italian, and nobody has heard of that, 
Never be ashamed of your culture. Never be ashamed to say, this is what my culture loves to eat. This is the music that I love to listen to. So my book is solely based on embracing your culture and being proud of who you are and never being ashamed of it, aside of also being an American. So um, I just felt it was really important during this time to share my book and to write this story. because I get to share a little bit about Honduras, where, where my family's from, but also because I think, you know, during this time that we just need to embrace our ancestors and, you know, our cultural background, you right. know, and, and share with the community, you know, different ways of who we are, you know, mm-hmm. different hairstyles, different music. I just think it's really important for our, you know, for this world to have a shed of light and like know all these different cultures. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. That's beautiful. I love that Thank you wrote a book that Thank represents you. your culture. Yes, yes, yes. Christina, it was so, it was amazing having you here today. Thank um, you. I'm sure that my guest is really enjoying um, enjoying this because I am. You're so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you. You shared with us so much great positive information. Um, audience, I hope, I so hope that you have listened intently the, what everything that Christina said because she's really shared some really good inspiring information for women who want, who are thinking about you know who are looking in the mirror and saying I don't like what I see yeah she is really teaching you how to reframe that so that you can love this Christine mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of this interview so I want to make sure that before we leave you leave my audience with something, an action item that they can put into place today. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. would you tell them? Of course. So first I want to say thank you so much for having me and for anyone who's listening. Like, um, I- I'll be honest, I-, I could talk for hours. Like I just get so excited about this. <laughs> so, um, one action item to all the ladies, anyone, men in general who are listening, when you wake up in the morning, say something positive about yourself. Um, what is the one thing that you love about yourself? Ah. And say it loud and clear. And if it, and another thing, um, I'm actually wanted to give you another little, a little homework. Get post-it notes and put it around your house. Put it in your phone. Put it in your mirror. And let this word, this, um, whatever it is, whatever it is that you love about yourself, repeat it consistently. And let this be a reminder of how amazing and powerful and phenomenal you are. Um, that will be the action step and little homework that I give. Um, nice. I just because yeah, I just think that we have to wake up and not only say thank you for life, but also thank you of how amazing that we are and how beautiful we are inside. Um, and I really have to say thank you so much for having me here. It was a pleasure. Um, and to anyone, just, you know, the year is here and we can definitely make a difference and start with yourself and pouring lots of love on yourself. Thank you, Christine. Yes. Thank you. You're so welcome. I'm, I'm so happy I had yeah. to talk with you in audience. Reach out to Chrissy. I will put all of her information on the show. Yeah. Reach out to her and just have a conversation. Yeah, you can email me. I love to talk. Yeah, like don't. <laughs> I love to talk. Email me. I'm always here. Um, you know, because I just think that we need to help each other out. And I, you can always message me that it's not a problem. Yes, especially if you're struggling with your body. Yeah. Christine. Yeah. Thank you, Christine, for being here. Thank you, Kimberly. 
Thank you, audience. And we will see you next time on Inspired Women Amazing Lives. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Inspired Women Amazing Lives podcast. Until we meet again, I urge you as an inspired woman to seek out ways to inspire and lead the other women in your circle. Please share this episode with another woman that you would love to inspire or someone who has inspired you. Feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, and remember, always thrive, inspire, and lead.